Welcome to TonkoCast. Today's guests are super exciting,、uh, Trevor Jimenez and our own Chris Sasaki. Trevor created this personal animated short film called The Weekends, and Chris helped him through production design of the film. The film is this really poetic, personal, beautiful film, and we all fell in love as soon as we watched that. And I've watched it personally many, many times, and it's one of those things that a lot of us can relate to. But it kind of gives you a fresh perspective on some of the things that you deal with when you're in your childhood. Trevor is a story artist at Pixar, and we got to know him there. He shared the making of it, and the motivation of it, and then the beautiful art of it with Chris. So check it out. All right,、uh, welcome Trevor and Chris. Thank you for、uh, Tonkocast. <laughs> And you know, definitely, like uh, Trevor, uh, uh, all of us, all you know, Robert, myself, Chris, and Trevor, all worked at Pixar. But、uh, today, especially, we're excited about talking about your、uh, personal film weekend. This is a really tricky question, but I feel like for our audience who might have not, because the film's been traveling in festivals, so they might not be. And it was online for a bit, but some people haven't seen it. Could you kind of give us a quick little shot at what? People who haven't seen it kind of describe in the film. Sure. Yeah. Well, first off, thanks for having me. It's nice to be here.、Um, so the film is based on a lot of personal experiences I had growing up with divorced parents, and it's an animated film that captures the perspective of divorce from the child's point of view. And it's、uh, this kid going between his two homes in Toronto in the '80s, and、uh, there are moments with the parents, and also some. Kind of dream moments scattered throughout the film too. It's really, and Dice and I watched it several times, but it's a really beautiful film. And curious, like just where, how long ago did you start the film, and what was the process? Kind of how long was the process, and, and what was the kind of the process getting it up on screen? Thanks.、Uh, it it's been a really long period of time. I mean, so I'll go back to the beginning.、Um, After I graduated animation school in 2007, I was working on an animation portfolio to get a story job.、And、I did this drawing of a kid walking from his mom's home to his dad's car, and、uh, no plans of it being a film. And a bunch of friends saw this, and some people online saw it, and、um, it just got this response from people that I didn't expect, and people connected with it. And then I started to kind of share stories、uh, with friends、um, from. Weekends at my dad's, who、uh, he had antiques all over the home, just like in the film, and we sharpened samurai swords together. And I had a like wooden red horse in my room,、um, and people were kind of like amused, like they laughed. And I, I like the combination of this sort of quirky, funny angle, and then this emotional part of going through divorce, family experience,、um, and it made me really think that there's something here for. A story that people could relate to. So then I started to develop stuff, drew in my sketchbook, did all this stuff. I just started working. I was at、um, in Toronto at the studio called House of Cool. It's my first job, and working on it a lot there. I went to Blue Sky in Disney, and I was working on it、um, kind of in my off time. And then I hit this、uh, lag point where work just got really busy, and I I kind of lost confidence in the idea. So.、Um, I, there was a period of time for like two years where I didn't really work on it,
I was actually out of studio environment working freelance um, up in Canada, in Vancouver, and then um, moved back down to the U.S. to work at Cinderbiter. And that's when I really, just being around other artists, started to kind of kick back into writing mode and getting inspired, just being stimulated, being around other creative people. And yeah, I just uh, started setting small goals for myself and wrote it in phases. And that was about five years ago when I really started to like constructively get stuff done from a, a script treatment to um, beat boards to boarding past editing. Every kind of window of time I had when um, things weren't as busy, I would use to kind of accomplish a, a goal. And that helped me kind of make like take baby steps until I had a reel up and I could show it to people and get objective perspective so that kind of took me through the whole writing boarding editing process um that was like nine years in total ten years mm. yeah and the production was a whole other thing which we could talk about later but wow I, I come from a divorced family too and you know uh, my parents got divorced when I was five and I think your character in uh, the story which is actually you uh, seems like age around that like five six seven yeah um and, uh, you know, definitely like that, you don't understand everything and you definitely don't understand the severity of it until like it kicks in slowly. And mm-hmm. then the whole kind of feeling of there's a joy in this kind of moment of like, oh, I have a dad to all to myself for like, you know, a short period of time, which is the weekend we had. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and then I had mom and, and that kind of feeling I totally shared and I just want to hear a little bit more about that sort of like uh, obviously that was the main motivation for your short and uh, the point of view was so specific to that uh, youth and development of your personality as a child and then still have to deal with certain serious situations because of the you know your parents situation Um, but you make the most out of it and you make joy out of it and then there is a bit of like depth of either sorrow or well, sadness or you know like I'm curious to hear more about that um, yeah it's it's uh, there's a bunch of kind of emotional layers <clears throat> to it like you were saying and um, I totally relate to the feeling of not understanding but understanding later um, but I think as kids you're more emotionally sensitive to most things than adults are you pick up on frequencies and all sorts of things so you're always aware of something but you just don't really know what it is until later and that that was very much a part of the storytelling in this. I treated the whole film like a mystery. So things would just happen and then you would kind of figure it out later with the kid. Um, maybe not understand it at first. So yeah, I, I was two when my parents got divorced. Um, I have blurry memories. Like I don't have a lot of memories with them together at all. Um, but I, I remember a lot of moments like Obviously, my dad picking me up and driving me to his apartment in Toronto, I still remember very well, and like the music he played in the car, and all these like little details and feelings and and uh, experiences we've had together during that time. And then my mom, you know, conversely, um, more like figuring things out, and uh, yeah, so that that's represented in the film that kind of that parallel between them, the differences between them, and and how different each home felt. Um, and then obviously when like other love interests come in, those are always moments that I like for me anyway, I really remember those moments and, um, and those are in the film too, almost like, yeah, to a T, like how I remember them as a kid. Mm. So 
It's really interesting. At Tonko House right now, you know, Chris is developing new stuff, Dice is developing new stuff, but all of our stories kind of really pushing on trying to make sure that the films are coming from an honest, sincere place, a personal place. Um, but in that, what we've been finding too is there's like a risk and a vulnerability that you take when you put that out there. Yeah. And one of those big things that we've been talking about is what happens when you make these things and then it goes back to the people who are actually a part of the story. Um, and I'm curious, like, you know, this is a story about your parents, you know, you, have you shared it with your family and, and what's that been like for you? Yeah, I think it's a totally different experience sharing the film and promoting it and trying to get it out there for people to see than making it. I think making it, it's hard, but especially in production, it's a very simple, pure thing where you're just you're just making the thing you really want to make with the people you want to work with. Um, sharing it is more complicated. Uh, it's amazing when people relate to it and they don't have the exact same experience you had. That's like, to me, that's like magic. You know, and someone's like, that made me feel like how I felt when I was a kid, even though they got, their parents got divorced at a different age when they were a teenager. You know, it was even more like the separation was more severe in some cases. People uh, shared their stories with me. Um, there are some things that are hard on a personal level because um, I'm kind of figuring out what I'm comfortable with and not comfortable with sharing, mm -hmm. you know, because it, it's obviously very um, personal. There's a lot of details from my own life in there, but yeah, there's a there's a line for me yeah. as to what I'll talk about. Um, so I think it's important to try to understand what that line is early on. And for me, it's sort of shifted and evolved mm -hmm. over the last year or so. But overall, it's been rewarding. I mean, I, I wouldn't have changed anything about the experience of sharing it. Um, and at times it's uncomfortable, but it's worth it. That's kind of what I would say yeah. about it. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about how you guys, you and Chris, kind of ended up working together. I mean, the film, the look of the film itself is something to be just, it's, I mean, it's beautiful. It's really, really uh, something that, you know, pulls from all the same things I love, but is so fresh in a way. Um, and, uh, and it's all 2D. Um, and you guys did a lot of that work yourselves. Um, I know you had a team, but how did you guys end up working together? Yeah, so I, you know, I was working on the story. I'm a storyboard artist, like, like for my job full time. So I'm very comfortable editing, boarding, doing that kind of thing. Uh, visually, I have some experience, but I'm not, you know, I struggle more. It's not as uh, confident for me. So I tried some background tests and. Yeah, like look, look dev stuff, but uh, none, none of it like felt right. And then Chris saw, I, you know, would share the animatic with some friends and Chris saw it at an early stage and really responded to it. And um, I love Chris's work. So I didn't know, you know, it would be a match at first. I just knew I liked Chris's work. And then when he liked the film, I started to think about it more and I'm like, oh, it'd be amazing. You know, we could, like at least he could help me a little bit on it. So it started as um, you just doing a couple paintings at lunch. Yeah, I remember Trevor showed me the film, and I was I already had a bunch on my plate. I was doing like my first kind of art direction job at Pixar, and I was also in the middle of doing the Ghost Book um, mm -hmm. with some people outside of Pixar. And then I had plans like after that. I knew once I finished that, I was gonna get back to writing for like this graphic novel I was working on. Mm -hmm. And Megan's always like pretty honest with me, like my my wife Megan. 
because uh, she's always telling me like you have too many projects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I remember when Trevor showed me the film, I, I fell in love with it. I was like, I really want to work on this thing. I just don't know how it's gonna fit. I kind of did like a little bit of a litmus test with my wife Megan. I was like, Hey, can you? Trevor's making this short. I didn't really say like I don't know if I want to work on it yet, but I just kind of like played it for her and she watched it and she fell in love with it and I think she was like sobbing <laughs> like we all were every time we see this film we always get a little bit emotional when we watch this thing and it, yeah I was like so what do you think she's like you gotta work on this thing and I was like alright <laughs> um, so you can thank Megan but yeah I think uh, for me I kind of I, it was like a co-op program inside of Pixar and I kind of gave myself boundaries where it's like okay I don't want to like not finish the things I have on my plate that I already have. And so um, I told myself, like, I'm going to do as much as I can at work. But I think before I fully invested, I was like, I think for me, I was like, I'm going to do like one or two paintings for Trevor and mm-hmm. see if this is going to, well, actually step backwards. My initial intentions were, it's like, I'm going to create some sort of recipe for you. <laughs> or yeah, it's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> it's like, maybe you can kind of just like block in stuff and like, I can kind of figure out a system or like we can find a way to add something textural or something where mm-hmm. I can kind of make it visually interesting for the film. And that way I don't have to be like 100% in. Um, I realized like as, you know, it worked for one, but to kind of like do other backgrounds, like it just really needed like the special love for individual kind of key shots. It's like, okay, all these are going to kind of be like, it seems like there needs to be like a lot of one-offs and stuff. And so I started doing like, okay, I did this painting and then I did like another one and then... I started to get more and more like invested where it's like he would kind of have these drawings for me and in a selfish way it's like oh I want to paint all of these <laughs> and so one after another I did more and I think I was just yeah I was doing them like all at lunch at the time yeah, and like, yeah. I was showing Trevor and I think slowly and slowly we started to kind of like um, learn from things from each painting I did and then um, I'm not sure like I originally it started to do like one and it led to like seven key shots and then it led to like what was like the all of the key shots that I, yeah. I don't remember the number of it what, what, what the they kind of set the style for like the rest of the artists I don't remember like yeah I don't remember the key how ones many there's probably like 15 to 20 yeah I think, yeah um, in total but I remember you started the first few paintings were just like totally experimental you yeah. took a couple master like important shots and just yeah. painted them in different styles mm-hmm. and then... yeah we were trying to find like the look of the thing like trying and for me in the beginning, I was like, just, I just want to kind of find a way to, is like, okay, what's, not to say like the easiest way, but I know like other painters are going to come on. And so what's a nice kind of uh, way where people can come on and um, it's an easy ramp up period. And yeah, I was just trying different kind of systems of how this could work. And then we kind of all went back to like, it wasn't like perfect. And we kind of went back to like some of like our influences and mm-hmm. things we liked. Um, and we ended up kind of going a little bit of like this graphic novel approach. Mm-hmm. Like we love Christoph Blaine, and we like this kind of textural quality that he has with his line work and um, these flats. We can still get this emotional punch with it. Uh, I think it kind of worked because with Trevor, there's so many different worlds that you go into, and you go into like the dad's world, and it has its own. You get a sense of like his world, like all of the the Japanese collections and antiques in his room, and then you have like the mom's world. And then you have this dream world and it's like, maybe we kind of build a color palette system of like when you're in a dad's world, you really know, you know, design like a lot of reds in his room. Mm-hmm. When you're in mom's room, you kind of see there's a lot more cool colors and green colors. And this dream world has more of this kind of eerie palette. And um, I think 
that's a nice way for the audience to kind of like still be on board with like mm. where we are in the time of the film yeah. and so it kind of like worked that way where it's like that was kind of like our our stamp of like um, the rules of the show <laughs> yeah, yeah. And instead of doing um, kind of a color palette or color uh, script for the whole film yeah. you just sort of painted you got the mums mm-hmm. beginning and end of the film mm-hmm. just to get the full spectrum and the yeah. dads yeah. beginning and end yeah and like Trevor grew up in Toronto and at the time I don't think I've ever been to Toronto at the time and so I really relied on him but like you know I was like in the, I lived in the Northwest for a while uh, in Oregon but we definitely wanted for a lot more like the. I think we were attracted more of like the neutral, um, subdued kind of palette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then we have these poppy colors for mm-hmm. like a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The actual line work. Whose hand is that? Like. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think for me, I kind of forced Trevor to do that. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, not because like I didn't want to. Like, it, it's more of like this is Trevor's personal story and. There's so many specifics of things in the dad's room and the mom's room, and I think it's just because it's a personal story. Like I really wanted Trevor's thumbprint. <laughs> like it's like I kind of like you have to, you have to do this. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm cool. I'm happy we did. It was hard because I wasn't super confident again in like the visual, like getting mm-hmm. into a level visually that I felt you know, yeah, was, was really great. And but it was I'm happy Chris kind of got me to do that. Yeah. I felt bad too because there's times where it's like uh, I remember you had some things in there and I started painting it and I was like ah Trevor I think you have to redo this line work again and I feel yeah. bad for like <laughs> just giving notes because like I'm not the person making the line work <laughs> 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 Dude, <I'm awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really glad it did because I think it made the film more personal and like mm-hmm. I, there really is um, your thumbprint is on that thing and it becomes I think more personal for everyone to see like recognize that authenticity in the story and stuff i think it also helped working with different painters yeah you know, like just kind of unifying everything uh, in a way yeah. like in addition to like the kind of color palette you established but every shot kind of has the same line so mm-hmm. the... yeah keep it consistent yeah and consistent with the characters as well yeah yeah, yeah. Um, because i feel like that integration worked really well but did, was there anything in the process of you guys working together? Like at that point when Chris came on, were the reels pretty tight, or was there? Did the art direction influence at all? Kind of oh. the end result, what, what you thought pictured the end result to be, I guess. Yeah, one thing um, definitely like when we kind of dove into the art side is it by identifying the color like of the mom and the dad structurally realized that the film is about two relationships one one getting better and one kind of fading. So that helped me when I went back to edit, just to think about those two lines. Like, that's all that really mattered. And then just kind of checking with the kid as you go. And there's no three acts structure mm-hmm. at all. It's, I mean, it's a short, but as long as those progress, as long as you feel like those are changing, those relationships, yeah. that's mm-hmm. all that really mattered in the film. Yeah, the cool part I came on, it was the storyboards were pretty locked. Mm-hmm. And like, I never worked with a director who had a color script already. <laughs> like Trevor did so much legwork before I came on, and like the color script changed. I think after changed, I came yeah. on completely, but I think it's more of just like um, it was a cool way of just tapping into Trevor's mind. Of like his yeah. thinking was already there. Of like, oh, okay, I can ask those questions. Like so emotionally, I think I can tell you weren't trying to get this, and then in the beginning, middle, and end. And, yeah. I think it was just for me to kind of figure out how we can kind of still get that, but simplify a little bit more um, because we go through so many places in like a short amount of time. And that was really helpful for me because a starting point of, yeah, just trying to tap into Trevor's brain about mm-hmm. where he wants to go emotionally for the audience and stuff. 
Mm. I'm really curious. I mean, I think, you know, this is a question that I'm just curious, like, you know, all of us kind of work in kind of these personal realms, but also professionally for these larger studios. And one thing about the project that you could see in every corner, and especially hearing that you were touching almost every frame in some way, um, what is the difference kind of working so deeply personal on your own thing versus like working on these bigger studio projects? Um, and I'm curious for both of you, I mean, you know, in terms of art direction, I think Sanjay's super team, you had production done around mm -hmm. the same time. And, mm -hmm. um, but I'm curious, like, you know, as a storyteller, uh, storyboard artist on a, on, on a bigger project versus, you know, this is your own ship that you're kind of doing. Uh, how does that all work in terms of personally what you invest um, and bring to the table, I guess? Yeah. I mean, they're totally different experiences, but they inform each other in a way. I found anyway, like, um, definitely, you know, shot composition like how things cut together um just character in general stuff that is really emphasized when we work on feature films especially at pixar it's you know kind of like 101 stuff um all that filters in and helps um but as far as the storytelling goes like on a more macro level i mean you're as a story artist you're working on sequences usually and you're fitting into another voice which is great because you work with really talented people and they help kind of plus you and push you. And um, I don't know, like that's great because you're kind of ping-ponging off of people and it's really stimulating. Um, being on your own, the upside is that you have total freedom. No one's going to tell you what you can or can't do, which is really liberating. And it's also, at times, for me anyway, especially writing this, isolating because you're on your own and there's no one telling you what to do which can be hard sometimes because you don't know exactly what you should do so they're like totally different processes um differently rewarding but um yeah that's kind of what i would say about mm -hmm. those. And i don't know about on the visual side like yeah i'd say it's pretty similar yeah it's a I think there's a lot of times where it's it's different working for like a bigger kind of you know, I hate to use the word like machine but just like um, I, I, you guys have all worked in like uh, big studios before but there's so many times when in the beginning stages it's like oh I wish it could be this and then it kind of slowly evolves as you collaborate with so many people and so this time you get that shot you know of like what that pure vision is trying to stay strong all the way through the film and um, I think that also is like the most terrifying too it becomes like a blank page like now i can do anything you know i want to look on screen and then it's like okay so what is that <laughs> and um and it, it comes with a lot of like uh what's the word i guess it's like it comes with a lot of uh self-doubt in a way where it's like is this really it I, I can do i can do this better i can do this better and like i constantly like there's so many times where uh I wanted to go back into like other shots like okay now that I know how to make this I want I can do this better and better but mm -hmm. but yeah I, I definitely had the most fun I've always wanted to work on a 2D film and um, I think there's times too when we work on 2D films where it's like oh I just wish it looked like the drawing or like the painting and mm -hmm. this time you can do that with like, like 2D it's like um, yeah I had a lot of fun with that mm -hmm. and it's like working with the other artists that were just as passionate to like do a 2D film and um, it was really fun yeah how did the experience, especially Trevor, you, uh, this movie especially uh, took so many years of this kind of evolution and, 
and it became a, a quite a big project as a, an independent short film and now it's touring around the world in festivals and it is considered uh, for an Oscar you know uh, which is really incredible achievement and that this whole journey is such a long big kind of chunk of your time right um, yeah. how did this completion of this film and I know maybe it's not necessarily completed because you're still touring uh, with it but how, how is that influencing your kind of professional work um it's good uh, yeah really good question I, I think well first it was like this monkey off my back like I had been working on this for so long and had always wanted to do it and it's so hard to actually commit to taking the time off and it's a big leap so just doing that finishing it was like this huge like relief for me um and I think after finishing it and you know, I felt really proud of the film when it was done and uh the whole festival life after has been really great so I think it just instilled this new confidence in me that I was able to bring to work and just even just as a person you know I just felt like a little lighter and um yeah more confident about what I can do um yeah I don't know I it feels like I'm at a reset point now too where it's like I don't have like something I want to do like right now mm -hmm. so I'm I'm kind of figuring out like well if I do another short or whatever like what is that mm -hmm. like what's what's really present for me because I've been sitting with this like this one idea for 10 years and it's just kind of dominated so. mm -hmm. in a way I I think we're definitely all wondering while uh, your film is um, getting the traction of this attention and hours and uh, which is just incredible experience and but also you know you just said it that you know you don't necessarily have anything like oh I don't know what I'm going to do now but I, I think a lot of us uh, I think listeners would be super curious to hear like what what's next and even if you don't know the specific project like what's driving you to you know for the next phase of your career yeah well like right now I after I finish the short it's just like exhaustion like you're just you just pass out and you cross the finish line you're like, you said you got really sick right yeah. like right right as soon as you I, finish I, yeah my body was all like messed up I uh -huh. was gonna swear but <laughs> uh, uh, yeah I got sick for like two or three weeks and, yeah um, that happens to me like anytime like I finish like a big project for some reason your body just like yeah. gives up <laughs> it's been, yeah, yeah yeah like yeah and yeah. hey, my wife Janine was telling me to like cut out coffee i think my adrenal glands were depleted so yeah it actually helped a lot but yeah i got really sick after and i just wasn't thinking about making anything so as far as now like a year later i mean i'm back at pixar i'm working on a film i really like so that's been good to kind of refresh and work with other people so the pressure is not all on you and um that's been fun and uh, I, I don't know, like I have different ideas I'm slowly developing and some of them are short, some of them are like longer and I just, I don't know what's going to hit, you know, I'm just kind of waiting for the one to sort of speak back to me and tell me that it needs to be made. Um, yeah, enjoying the year and all the festival stuff and just kind of being present with everything. Yeah. yeah, thank you guys. I mean, the film, we've enjoyed it thoroughly and, and really... It's really something that I hope a lot of people get to see because I think it does speak volumes to its audience um, and to kind of, uh, at least for me, you know, I, I come from a family that my 
parents are still together, and I've been very fortunate in that way, but at the same time, it's, you know, in watching this, there was great kind of emotional depth that I feel like as a human you identify with. And I feel like, uh, yeah, I just want to say a huge thanks, because um, it's, it feels like it's a work that's taken time to come to the screen in, in the best way. Um, and so, yeah, thank you guys for the great work. Thank you. Spend time with us. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.